Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast, where we will be engaging in weekly conversations around the amazing, tough, fun, weird, but extremely important and defining season of your 20s, all while bringing you more of a biblical perspective. Our goal is to dive deeper into conversations that push you, challenge you, and hopefully inspire you to begin to walk in the fullness of who God created you to be, which we believe will make you the most effective for the kingdom of God. Let's jump into this week's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the end of year 2020 recap young adult podcast. Longest name ever. We are wrapping up this year. This is our final podcast of the year. And I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. We've got two more Thursdays in the calendar year. Mm. We do. But the first one is Christmas Eve. And the second one is New Year's Eve. And so we thought... Instead of guilting you guys into listening to us on two of the big holidays of the year, we would just close it this week and come back strong with some guest speakers, some amazing topics, some things that the podcast world has never seen Mm -hmm. before or currently does all the time. But we're just. But you chose us to listen to you. You chose us. For whatever reason. (laughs) Guys, it is the end of the year. And we just want to say, if you're listening to this, thank you. Thank you for giving us anywhere from 30 to 55 minutes of your day (laughs) or seconds (laughs) once a week um, to listen to us make up stuff about topics that we can know. We uh, we love you guys and we're grateful that you came, that you listened, that you shared, that you subscribed. And we genuinely believe we've got a lot of cool things ahead going into the new year. But to start off joining me on this podcast. For the final one of the year, we have, as always, Andrew Matrone. <laughs> I didn't mean to uh, hit that other one. I hope I'm the best part of people's weeks. <laughs> You're the fifth best part of mine. <laughs> and joining us as well, we have Whitney Best. Give me the princess one. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't been able to figure out by now, this podcast is basically just going to be us talking, joking, and maybe <laughs> touching on a few serious things. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But to kick off this podcast, we wanted to do a giveaway. We have Ooh. a giveaway challenge. Every week, we post clips of the podcast on our Instagram. And we're going to post a few clips of this podcast on our Instagram. And here's what we want to do. We have made some exclusive young adult merch um, that we want to give away. And how we're going to give it away is this. We want you to repost a clip you see of the podcast on your Instagram story. Tag young adults, tag a few of your friends. And if you do that and we see it, we're going to enter your name into a raffle. And we're going to select two to three people to give away some exclusive young adult merch. And so when this podcast (laughs) comes out and you see the clips on Instagram, Reshare them on your story, tag us, tag some friends, and you could win some pretty dope stuff that we've been working on. Really for building a that while. up. It better be. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it better be good. A lot of you ordered any of that yet? <laughs> In the process, but it's going to yeah. be awesome. Guys, mm. last show of the year. And before we jump in, can we just all say what the heck has been 2020? <laughs> what what it's been a long year. A year. It's yeah. the year that never ends. Yeah. Seriously. It really has. No, I know. I remember like the first month 
I, whatever, March and April. I remember like just standing there staring out my window, my front window, <laughs> and probably like three times a day being like, what planet are we living on? <laughs> Where Jericho was like, can you just find a new question to ask? This was <laughs> yeah. But I just remember being like, yo. Yeah. What pl- but now we're like. We're in it. We're more confident <laughs> yeah. in yeah, it. Yeah, this is kind of our. So weird. The beginning of quarantine, can you picture this, was Tiger King. That feels like oh. five years ago. That I actually feels tiger. like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it sad that I listened to that song a few times after <laughs> Tiger King came no, out? We knew you would. And uh, <laughs> and the, like the last dance with, with MJ. Because there wasn't sports. Yeah. There was nothing, nothing, dude. Nothing. And so everything that we got wow. like that was like. It just felt ways. like a gift. Uh-huh. Every every Netflix show that oh, was even yeah. worth five minutes, you're like, thank you. Yeah, but thank like you, watching you. Tiger King and eating like two sleeves of Oreos <laughs> and being like, Speak wow. Yeah, my stomach and my soul is completely <laughs> destroyed right now. So I remember I got like two episodes in. I'm like, this is the worst. I shouldn't be watching this. So I stopped and then I repented. <laughs> Have you guys seen those TikToks of people like in an outfit? And it's like the beginning of an outfit that they wore at the beginning of 2020. And then now they have the outfit on now. And it's like they can't even button the pants. <laughs> hey, <laughs> listen, amazing. real talk. I'm not the kind of person who wears a lot. I don't have a ton of clothes, but I'm definitely wearing probably the exact same. I've worn this hoodie if you're watching right now, this sweater. I've probably worn this maybe 95 times. Yeah. Oh, for That's sure. Okay. If not more, probably. I've got some Walmart sweatpants on rotation. Blackie. Yeah. You have a name for them. I've got I've got a couple. We've expanded the uh, the wardrobe of Walmart sweatpants. They're like seven bucks. Why yeah. not? Invest. They, they've got the little uh, elastic around the ankles. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> tie dye them. I've tie dyed this quarantine season. Have you? Okay. So we're talking about quarantine. Let's let's go off a few things that have gotten you through quarantine. What what was your one show movie? binge something that you'll remember as the staple of your this got me through quarantine vikings 100 million percent vikings okay vikings yeah me and conrad Mm. are obsessed and there's another season coming out so it's just a little cherry on top for our 2020 okay yeah i've gotten into seinfeld really which is really strange (laughs) but i think what i love about it is it was in the i think started in the later 80s maybe definitely in the early 90s but it's just like such a simpler time, and you know they didn't have cell phones, they didn't have like, and so it's honestly I watch it and it's so like refreshing <laughs> of that life just kind of seemed a little bit more like simple, you know we yeah. just live in this like crazy technical technological world and it's like I don't know so I found myself really enjoying it. Guys, You're an old man. I am. I, I, like, I go to bed at nine thirty and I watch two episodes of Seinfeld. <laughs> Fall asleep, wake up, it's still playing. I shut my computer. Dad. <laughs> guys i'm a loser i all right real talk i've turned into a giant loser if you ever thought i was cool or had a little bit of coolness just wait till you see me now <laughs> i'm glad you said it. I'm, yeah. I'm literally 10 to 20 years late on this but i have become obsessed with survivor <laughs> i never i never watched survivor when it came out can't you see Connor making some popcorn and sitting down. <laughs> yeah. There's hot chocolate. All right. <laughs> Even better. Dude, uh, I never watched it. And it randomly came on Netflix. And Aaron was like, oh, Survivor, I remember that. And I was like, I've never seen it. So now I'm I'm genuinely binge watching every Survivor. Are there like a thousand seasons? Yeah, 40. I There's can't. 40. No, no. 40. 
And it's still on. Their 41st season got postponed because of COVID. It's I still going strong. It's too much. So who That's knows? Amazing. All right. What what song got you through COVID? Was there a folklore Taylor Swift album? One hundred percent. These are easy for me. Next. <laughs> All right, was there a song or an album that got you through? Got you through COVID? Uh, besides Red Rocks Worship, obviously. Yeah, I I listen to my wife's songs on repeat. Um, no, uh, no. Not really. really. You wanted to say the blessing. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that because that when the blessing came out, it was like we're all gonna die. I think everybody yeah. needed that. Yeah, it's like God, you still are for me. You love me. The amount nope. of tears I cried to the oh, yeah. yeah, anointing my house with oil. <laughs> we did that too. To be yeah, fair. yeah, we, we, we do that. We do that probably once a month. Um, no, I I loved like the new Hillsong Young and Free album. It was like it was vibey. Oh, that was, was a good album. Yeah, yeah, like when I would go for runs. I have it in like three months now, but when I did, <laughs> I don't know. Why. I threw it back to a uh, Mumford and Sons. I went through like a big Mumford and Sons period when they were like hot, and then probably <clears throat> haven't listened to them in three or four years. And then I don't know why, just went back yeah. a little Mumford. Okay, what food or foods <laughs> got you through the quarantine season when it was like big time? Everybody's gonna die. Don't go out your front door. Yeah. Did you have any guilty pleasure foods? Yeah, we made um, these like pizza things, and Conrad got this new grill, and it could be like wood fired pizza type stuff. And so we we were hot on the wood fired pizza kick mm. for a while. Okay. Honestly, anything and everything. I, Little Caesars. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because you know we were. Um, McDonald's. Because when corn or COVID first hit, we were about to have Sela in like oh, a yeah. like a month from, and so I was like trying not to go really anywhere. So we'd go to the store and I'd try to buy for like a month at a time, and mm. all these frozen things, and <laughs> so I was eating like trash. <laughs> not much has changed. <laughs> let's, let's be honest, dude. Uh, I love to cook, and I think quarantine like beat that out of me. Like cooking was like yeah. a release for me. It was right. like take my mind off whatever. But when you have to cook to like yeah. survive or just like it's just like yeah. a part of your dude. So Aaron and I have ordered more Mod Market because we live so close yeah. to one. I, okay, I've i yeah. eaten Mod Market two to three times a week <laughs> at one point, like yeah. pretty steadily. Well, dude, you went from like waking up and going to the gym and then working like an eight, nine hour day and, and then, you know, going home. So and then you cook like one one meal, like five meals a week or something. Yeah, and yeah. now it's like every meal. Right. Like my yeah. kid wasn't in school. Dinner, uh-huh. Yeah, so our grocery bill is just absurd yeah. on a monthly yeah. basis. But. All right, is there a quarantine? <laughs> Hope you guys are still uh, listening <laughs> as, as we as we ponder. DM us on Instagram. Yeah, let, let us know. know yeah. Let us know the show, song, and food. We'll actually yeah. do a slide on our story. <clears throat> we'll do a slide on our story. Milana's not; she's on her phone right now. So, and you can you can let us know the song, the show, and the food that got you through yeah. quarantine. Um, did you guys make any quarantine purchases that you regret, or Ooh. like what was your biggest COVID purchase? Maybe you don't regret it, but this one's embarrassing. Okay, okay, go for it. I, I, I started feeling a little stressed and and I, I I thought that like my blood pressure was like I was like I'm I'm stressed right now and I'm gonna like have a stroke and die and so I I, I, I bought a 
a blood pressure machine. <laughs> wait. <laughs> you are dead. Wait. You are dead. You bought an actual machine to measure your blood pressure. <laughs> Not like a giant one, that you, but I bought, yeah, on Amazon, they're like $23. That's not a big oh purchase. Yeah, but it's a it's an embarrassing. I can't believe I just told people. <laughs> the the thirteen of you that actually listen. Oh yes. Um, yeah, dude. I wrap that thing around up and I sit there and I I like. I like yeah, it's like, and you know when it's like going real tight. You're like, oh my gosh, this is freaking horrible. I'm, it's gonna break and stay on your Hey, I will say though, and I'm no medical expert. So if you're a nurse in the medical field, you probably this guy's a giant idiot. Um. <laughs> But I feel like when when my numbers are high, I can like I can feel that my body. So it's actually been like an interesting indicator for me that I do like once every few days, just kind of see mm-hmm. where like my my stress levels are at and like how my body is feeling and responding. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's actually been like a decent indicator. I'm like, okay, because I do it every almost every morning. I'm like, okay, I need, I need to like <laughs> relax today. I need to take time for myself. I need to make sure I like get out and exercise. So. That's hilarious. Know. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, I'm well, only 32, all right? You know? Like, everyone's like, who's a 65-year-old That kind of maybe pushed you, yeah, to grandpa status. Not dad status, grandpa status. Guys, like I said, I am not who I was before. Andrew, Andrew's the guy that you see at, like, Target that's at one of those machines, like, yes. doing his blood pressure. And yes. Oh, uh, with my New Balance and jean shorts. And... Yeah. You have Skechers now. Shape ups. Oh, get out of here. Still rocking the Vans. Killing uh, my feet. Well, I got chickens this year. I think that was a pretty, but not Amazon. Yeah, come on. You got chickens and you do pottery. You have a That's pottery. That's true. I did get a pottery wheel. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I did All go. Right. I got. You know, I'd rather check my blood pressure than do a pottery wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I got I got some hobbies nice. over quarantine. Some chickens. I bought a motorcycle. Yeah. It's the best decision Quarter I've life ever crisis. made. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. All right. Final final quarantine question and then we'll dive into the meat of this podcast. If we should tell people when, when we actually start. It's that minute uh what yeah. minute is that so they can just go ahead and fast forward to skip, it. Skip, skip, skip. You guys, if you want to know us and how dumb we handle our money apparently, listen. Okay. What was one quarantine resolution that you made? Everybody made one. And did you accomplish it? I'll, I'll start since you guys are thinking. Aaron and I decided after reading this book that we were going to simplify, declutter, get rid of a bunch of stuff. And we've got three closets in our house, an attic. Uh, no, four closets in our house, an attic, and then like our dressers and stuff. And we made it through. <laughs> so I'll, I'll t- I know, but wow. I'll tell you. How many cabinets? We wanted <laughs> 12. No. We, we wanted to like declutter all that. And we made it through our personal dresser, our our closets, and then one hall closet. So we, we got like a third of the way, and then we're like, this isn't worth it anymore. That's mm-hmm. Yeah, so we failed on our quarantine resolution to <laughs> declutter and simplify. Yeah. Uh, I was going to write a book. You were oh. going to write a book? <laughs> I was. Well, because I was a youth pastor for like nine years, and I had this like moment where I was like, you know what? There's not a lot of things written to like youth pastors, especially like new stuff. Uh-huh. And I got really, really fired up one night. I wrote out all my chapters. I wrote out my intro. Really? Mm-hmm. And then that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you should finish that. You still have, what, a month? Yeah. Less than a month? Yeah. Two weeks? Year. A yeah. week? 
You've already got one chapter of a book in here, right? What's a, what's a whole other book? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so I realize that people who write books are mm-hmm. legends. Yeah. What, what's um, what's well, a quarantine resolution? The quarantine resolution was that we would get our house like totally feeling good, finished, and then come to find out my sister ended up having her wedding in our backyard. So we felt really accomplished. Like, wow, we got our house to like a level that we could host a wedding at. So that actually felt really good. Oh, well, good for it. you. I yeah. know, guys. Here's the door. Snaps for me. <laughs> the one, that, the one person that accomplished it. <laughs> Whitney left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, there's all that needless information. That uh-huh. We're at 16 minutes. Um, but, hey, so we're going to dive into just a few things. It's our end-of-the-year podcast. We're yeah. going to be goofy. Yeah. We're going to yeah. recap. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so over the course of COVID quarantine, we decided to make a podcast. We couldn't meet in person. What's the best avenue to just give you guys, hopefully, some helpful information, insight, talk. So we we did this podcast. Looking back on this year, or mm-hmm. however long we've had this podcast, what was one of your favorite podcast series, maybe a specific podcast you have in mind, and why? Looking back on our copious library of content, yeah. what's what's been one of your favorites? Ooh. Of our podcast. Of, we've our, talked of about. our podcast that we've done. Even though we've had these questions written out for two hours, apparently. I, I love the, uh, I love like the Holy Spirit yeah. series. I feel like that was really great. I felt like we were able to kind of be um, vulnerable and, and really kind of bring some light to the Holy Spirit and, and talk about spiritual gifts. We got a lot of good feedback on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love like the first couple that we did too because <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing and we just felt like, you know, let's do something. Let's try. We've been wanting to do it for a while. Um, and we were kind of like robotic and we are like, how do we... Yeah. We literally had every word <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah we should yeah. probably delete those first. We but. were reading from a script. <laughs> <laughs> we, were. we were. We were. Yeah, we didn't know how to, and we still don't, clearly. But um, No, I, I don't know. It's just been, like, really fun to, I don't know, do this. And, and it's going to continue to be a part of our ministry for, hopefully, yeah. years to come. Yeah. I've loved, I love that I love Jesus, but not the blank, like the church. Um, I think a lot of people I've talked to is like, yeah, I feel like, that answered a lot of my questions. Um, things I haven't that I wish churches would talk about. I wish that young adult ministries would talk about. But you guys actually t- tackled it, and it honestly made me. It challenged me to be like, "What do I? Yeah. Gosh, like, how would I say this to someone?" And it made me um, process and think through and go into scripture. And so I've, I, I thought that challenged me in my thinking. So yeah, I you love guys that. have really deep ones. I just loved when we came in one morning and we're like, we had this great idea. And after talking about it, we're like, that's that. okay. So Andrew and I had this one scripted out when it was going to be like, would Jesus wear a mask? Yeah. Cause it was like when mass debacle was kind of a thing. Everybody yeah. was so passionately pro or anti. Yeah. We're 15 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> we've literally said everything we thought and realized we've got at least at minimum 15 more minutes. And I get to this point where I'm talking about the temple or something, and I'm feeling this conviction because I'm making facts up <laughs> about the the Bible and the political system of the day. And Which I, we don't do. No. But we felt pressure. I promise you, I normally research and study, and that's what I'm looking at Andrew as I'm talking. I can't even know the words coming out of my mouth. 
<laughs> and Andrew's just like, cut, cut. We need cut. to cut this. And I was like, thank you, because I think I'm lying about this yeah. right now. So. Yeah, and then God gave us something else that day. But we did. We tried to go Jesus wear a mask, <laughs> and we went to, like, all the politics of the time. And, dude, yeah. We just, we're no. going to try to stay on our level of the pool. Yeah, we're not like, going to go in the deep I'm end. I'm literally talking out of my rear end right now. <laughs> and sometimes people don't know, but this one they're going to know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All they have to do is Google it. And uh-huh. we're, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> All right. So on a, a little bit more serious note, in your life, maybe this is personal, personally, spiritually, whatever, what do you feel like was one of the biggest challenges that 2020 threw at you this year? What was something that, um, all the craziness, all the, uh, you know, pandemic, stay yeah. at home, you know, our parents and grandparents are at vulnerable ages. Was there anything that 2020 threw at you this year that you just hadn't experienced before in your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that it, for, for us, you know, our, our, our son has always, always kind of had some like health stuff and, uh, and then we were going to, Jericho was having some pregnancy issues in March, and then the baby was supposed to come in April. Sayla got here. She was having oxygen issues. She was in the NICU. She went home on oxygen. All of a sudden, Abram's heart condition came back. He had to have heart surgery. Mm-hmm. So it was just like a season for us where it exposed a lot of, like, fear and exposed a lot of, like, mistrust in God. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it definitely shook us, shook our family. Um, you know, all of our families back home. My dad was, like, struggling with, like, cancer stuff and so it's just like a big season of, of fear, honestly. And it kind of sucks to even admit it because, um, you know, you always want to be like, well, faith over fear. Yeah. But I'm like, no, I think I just, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. have to be right, right now. Yeah. So, yeah. so, yeah, and just all the unknowns. And then I think what was tough for us is I think we felt different than probably maybe some of our friends did. And some of our friends were still, like, operating in life, and we just mm-hmm. we weren't. And I feel like it caused a strain on some of our relationships and you know, you have these people who you've been friends with forever, and then all of a sudden you have, like, these crazy differing opinions. Yeah. Um, and and so, like, yeah, it, it was, like, it was just a tough, tough season, man. We felt really, really lonely, and I think a lot of people have felt that, but um, we just felt really isolated. We we felt like we didn't understand people. We felt <coughs> like they, we felt really misunderstood. And mm-hmm. um, So put a strain on mm-hmm. on some relationships, put a strain at work, put a, put a strain, like, in our souls and um, – so that was a big, big thing for us to really wrestle through, and it, and to be honest, it took us a long time to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like we're in a really great place right now, where we feel like <clears throat> honoring to God and not living in fear, but kind of yeah. living how we feel like com- conviction to. So, like responsible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so we just got to a place where, like, okay, this is our conviction between us and the Holy Spirit. This is what we feel for our family, and um, that's what they feel for their family. That's great. And we love them. We support them. And, you know, so it was mm-hmm. – I'll look back on this season of, like, that was really, really important for me to understand that, like, hey, you can still love people, um, still be great friends, but still have very different convictions. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the biggest challenge this year – there's a verse. I want to say it's in Proverbs. It's like everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, the, the parable of – when you build your house on the rock and if it's not built on the rock, everything will crumble yeah, and yeah. fall. And I just feel like that is so applicable really t- on a macro scale. Like we as listeners have all been through 2020 together, both like politically, <clears throat> geopolitically, socially, culturally, like there's right. been so much 
that has happened since January, really, um, when we first heard the term COVID. And uh, I was even watching like the Kardashians and how they were like so normal. And me and Conrad are watching shows right now. We're like, oh, they don't have masks on, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and it's like such a weird, yeah. bizarre, like what? Oh, like when did we get comfortable even watching shows now being like, oh, they're like talking so close to each other. <laughs> like we noticed that. Yeah, yeah. And to like wow. walk through that. Um, and then on personal levels, going through Oh, heartbreaking stuff this year. And all my vices, I feel like, have been taken away. Like, I love traveling and maybe feeling, like, in a really, um, like, I don't like feeling trapped ever. Um, and I feel like this year has been very trapping. Um, and, there, yeah, there's just been so much loss for me yeah. and Conrad this season. And uh, there's been divorce and a family member of my that's close to me and uh, my grandpa, my grandpa passed. So there's just been like a lot of things personally in 2020 that have just been shaken. Yeah. And, um, but what I do believe is that there are so many, which we can talk about later, but, um, there's like a foundation that has come out of this season that is so strong. Yeah. I, I believe, um, yeah, that's 2020. Yeah. I would say for me, it, it really, <clears throat> showed me how discontent I was. Mm -hmm. And I think that came from a place of like boredom, not having anything to put my hand to. Because I mean, let's be honest, for the first part, when we're all at home, we can't go to work. We're on Instagram, we're on yeah. social media. And we've, we've even talked about it. We did a series on you know social media about how like you can so quickly fall into comparison mm -hmm. or people's highlights, like where they are in life. And I remember there's like a month or two where I really like, was like, dude, I'm 32, and I just know so many people who are so further along, whatever that means. Yeah. And I just had like a month or two of like, I need to like do something, make a change, make a shift. I need to build mm -hmm. my name, my brand, whatever that is. Um, or else you're not going to survive because the people who are surviving right yeah. now are the ones who are crushing on like yeah. social media games. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so I'm just like li – I. I I think it really rooted in my heart, like rooted out this like, hey, you're not you're not you're not finding your contentment in like serving Jesus. Mm -hmm. You're you're really looking for something here. Yeah. And so that was tough. Um, and I think to kind of move on to the second part, what what was something that 2020 taught you that you'll carry on in next year? Mm -hmm. I think it really grounded me um, mm -hmm. in a way of like. I remember I was reading this book and it was it's honestly just kind of I had this like epiphany moment in quarantine where I had these months of like anxiety of like, dude, I need to like build a brand or I need to like do something. I need to like go out and like build something and make a name for my whatever. And then I just felt so much stress and anxiety. And I was reading this book and it was a guy who who leads this giant church and he was just talking about how dissatisfied he was. And he said, is this like, is this it? Is this really it? Is this the point of my life? And it just kind of like went off at like a fire alarm in my heart of like, is that really the goal? Like, am I really trying to get more followers? Am I really trying to like build my name? That sounds so meaningless. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I felt, I really felt like over the past couple months and it's something I'm still like wrestling with, is just Jesus's simple invitation to like follow him. Mm -hmm. And so I think like if there's something that I carry on into next year into 2021 it'll be that like 
you know what, maybe next year I get a ton of opportunities. Yeah. Maybe I don't. Mm-hmm. Like the call of my life is still just that simple, easy invitation from Jesus to just, hey, follow me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? For sure. Mm-hmm. And that's where you find like the deepest satisfaction. So, I mean, is there, <clears throat> it doesn't have to be based on what you are challenged with, but right. is there something that 2020 maybe taught you that you're going to be like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to carry this with me right. into 2021? Yeah, I, I feel like. I don't know if you guys felt this, but my faith has kind of been on like a roller coaster. Honestly, I feel like when COVID first hit, I was in my word. I was, man, I was just, I was about to have like a new baby girl. I was just engaged, dude. And I just had, I've had some moments where I'm like, literally the last thing that I want to do is get in my word. So I'm going to wake up, I'm going to lay on my couch and flip through my phone. Um, And I, yeah, I just think that it's been, it has, it's just been a difficult year. And I said this to our staff a couple of days ago. I, f- I feel like we've we've wanted to feel like really like strong and confident be like, and not admit that this year has been difficult. But this year has just been like really, really difficult. And mm-hmm. um, you don't want to be the one who's like, 2020 like sucks. You're like, no, it has. Yeah. <laughs> it really has. It's yeah. been really, really difficult. It's, it's shaken <laughs> yeah. so many things. And um, yeah, so... So I've I've also learned in this season like to have an immense amount of grace on, on myself. Um, mm-hmm. I, I read a post from a pastor who, who was saying like, "Hey, we're all rookies to this. We've never done this before. Mm-hmm. Um, every nurse, every doctor, every scientist trying to develop a vaccine, every pastor trying to run his church, every small business shop trying to to navigate how to still have their business, every restaurant, mm-hmm. we're all rookies to this." Mm-hmm. Um, and rookies get to make mistakes. Rookies aren't perfect. Rookie, yeah. you know, and so I, I I read that, and that really kind of gave me a level of grace of like we've just never been through this before. Uh, we've never just sat at home with our spouse for months at a time, yeah. and our kids and virtual learning and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I, I think I just learned. I've I've woken up a lot of mornings feeling really really guilty. I've I've had moments feeling really guilty about us not doing enough for young adults. Um, we still haven't opened up. Our church opened up for a few weeks, and then we had to shut back down again. So I, I've I've walked around with a lot of guilt in this season of like I haven't done enough. I haven't called enough people. I haven't reached out enough, and I know people are hurting, and I'm I don't know what to do. And um, so I've I've just I've just really leaned into like the grace, the rhythm of grace in this mm-hmm. season, and it ha- hasn't been easy. But honestly, I'm I'm just like everybody else. I'm just trying to show up and yeah. do the best that I know how. And more days than not, it's probably not enough. Um, but but I, I've, I've really felt like the, the spirit mm-hmm. strong and, and grace. So. Yeah, that's so good. I call my grandma. She's 90. At the be- beginning of quarantine, I said, Mama Faye, have you ever like seen something like this before? And she's so cute. She's a little Tennessee Southern lady. And she's like, no, never. We've never gone through something like this. And so to your point, like a 90-year-old, They've seen a ton of life. Yeah. Um, like they were, she's lived World War II days, you know, as a little girl, but no one has seen these days. Yeah. And I was reading last night actually about it's the economy <clears throat> and it's about Gen Z. Yeah. And they said that uh, this time will be like the 9-11 cause they've never lived through a 9-11. Like we all remember right. where we were. Yeah. Whereas like the, and that was like a really big fear time. That's when great recession came after that. Mm-hmm. And so we all have lived through that kind right. of time period. Um, and to kind of navigate 
life and not make crazy life decisions. But they said for Generation Z, so if you're 24 and under, you're you're technically Gen Z. And they said that, um, yeah, like this is like the biggest thing you'll navigate probably like a, a moment. Mm-hmm. And when was 9-11? 2001? Mm-hmm. So I mean, 2000. 2000? I, I don't remember either. Um, yeah, but like for like the rest of your life, like this is a defining, this will be a defining moment oh, yeah. <clears throat> in your life. And so I know for me, I, I, I talked about like, yeah, the foundation shaking. And I, I feel like coming into January 2020, I, me and Conrad, we both feel like there's just been a giant reset button. Like what is genuinely important in yeah. ministry? Yeah. What is genuinely important for our family? What is genuinely important for being a pastor and loving people well, like to your point, Andrew. And I know like you feel like you might feel like, oh gosh, like I don't feel like I'm making that big of a difference and there's grace for that. But don't you feel like, wow, I have so much clarity in actually what matters now than I ever have. So I'm grateful for that lesson. Yeah. (laughs) What do you feel like to somebody listening, let's say 2020, uh, even outside of, you know, the tragedy that's happened in the world with everything from the pandemic to racism to the political climate for a while. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give somebody listening who's just like, is there any redemptive value to this year? Can I like look back at 2020 and take anything away that's positive? And if so, how how do I even do that? How would you encourage somebody to see God's hand in 2020, even with all the crazy stuff that's, been happening. Yeah, I think the redemptive qualities that you're going to see are the redemptive qualities that you choose to see. Um, I I think that um, in all things, God uses for the good of those who love him. Um, and I think that, that God is going to use every season of this and every moment of this in such a powerful and profound way if we allow him to. Um, I think we grow most out of... Mm-hmm. Um, tragedy and and dark times and I think that's been the case for a lot of people and I think there's gonna be a lot of people who have like a never again moment I think they had that during COVID where they lost their job and they had no money in the bank because they spent their money and never saved anything Mm -hmm. and then they really struggle and they're gonna have that like never again will I not behave with my money because I saw where it got me um or Never again will I not fight to have community in my life because when this happened, I had no one around me and I was extremely lonely. And so I say this all the time, like this this season, if you're listening, fight not to pray for deliverance, right? But to fight to pray mm-hmm. for revelation. Like, um, God, what is it in this season? I don't need you just to deliver me, Lord. I need you to like reveal to me. What is it that you're trying to show me in this season? Um open my eyes to what you're trying to show me. Cause I, I believe that people are going to come out of this thing and already are like stronger, more confident, um, more anointed, more mm-hmm. blessed. And I, I just think that we get to choose um, the redemptive quality of this. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I just need to speak this verse over all this <laughs> as we close 2020 and hopefully give hope. Like there's so much power in these verses, but it's 2 Corinthians 4, <clears throat> verse 8, and it talks about how we've, vest- we're like vessels of purpose. It's tre- treasures in jars of clay. So <clears throat> we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. This has been 2020. <laughs> Perplexed, but not driven to despair. 
persecuted but not forsaken, struck down but not destroyed, always carrying in the body of death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. Um, so death is at work in us, but life is in you. And I just feel like wow. that's such that's good. 2020 that this is what I know scripture for my lifetime has kind of all, all been pretty good, like copacetic. And this year has been like one of those years. It's like, I actually know what it means to feel crushed, but not broken. Mm, yeah. And <clears throat> Jesus says that like in this world, John 10, 10, you're going to have trouble, mm-hmm. but like take heart. I've overcome the world. And that is so good to like, remember, be like, oh, like you're not pushed to despair. You're not crushed to the point of despair, you know? And um, Jesus has done such like a unique thing and it might not look a certain way. Um, You might have voted for Trump and you're in in mourning right now or you're rejoicing for Biden. I don't know. Like, but that doesn't matter when, I don't know. There's just like, there's a quiet confidence Mm -hmm. in me. Um, and hopefully in you that like, man, God has brought you through this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it makes me think of Psalm 23. I think that's <clears throat> one yeah. of the biggest takeaways that you could have is, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. Um, he leads me beside still water. Like to be led to something, you have to be led from something, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And it says, you know, I, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but I fear no evil because you're with me. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest takeaway that I've had in that in that you can have as a listener if 2020 has just been terrible is that you can walk through a valley Mm -hmm. the shadow of death but jesus still be with you yeah Yeah. and i think that is that's been his message to us that is his message to us is deliverance may or may not come there there Mm -hmm. were christians all throughout history right who were thrown to lions who were crucified upside down who were beaten and tortured because they loved jesus um and, and, you know, for us, we're like, well, where's the deliverance? Mm-hmm. The peace that comes is that Jesus is there with you in right. the moment. Yeah. And, you know, at least at this point now in our country's history, we're not persecuted for our faith. There, you know, socially, there might be people in culture that push back against it. But to say we're persecuted would be a joke compared mm-hmm. to Egypt a lot of other or, places yeah. in the world yeah. even. Um, but just to think that, like, in that loss of job you might have had, Jesus is still with you. You didn't lose your job because Jesus abandoned you. Jesus yeah. was still there leading you and guiding you. Maybe you lost a family member to sickness, to COVID, to you know a freak accident. Jesus is still walking in that valley with you. Mm-hmm. And I just think that no matter what you face in life, no matter what 2020 is thrown at you, that's your assurance yeah. is that God is your shepherd and that he leads you to green pastures and to take you somewhere else. You might have to walk through a valley, but he's still there. He's mm-hmm. still guiding you, still leading you. You can still hear his voice. And it's so and real this year. So real. Like you talked about that before 2020. It's like, okay. Yeah, and then yeah. 2020, everyone's like, wow, I know what that feels like. Yeah. yeah. Jesus can be with you in the <laughs> yeah. best moments you've ever had mm-hmm. and in the lowest moments mm-hmm. you'll ever experience. Yeah, something that I've, I've really learned and seen, too, is that like people are really, really hurting this year on a lot of levels. Yeah. Um, when it comes to politics and race and COVID and um, and and something I've realized is that hurt people like really lash out. Mm-hmm. Um, and but 
but what I've really watched is that their lashing out isn't a isn't a personal attack on yeah, me. Yeah. That it's some of they're dealing with and struggling like deeply inside. Um, and I've really fought to learn compassion in this season of like I'm I'm gonna let these people be hurt, and yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take it personal. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm I'm gonna sit with these people. And and I've just had a lot of like great conversations with people who are just really hurting and they're angry and they're frustrated and um and so I I think I'm, I'm learning like let people be hurt, mm-hmm. let people be human, let people be angry, let people lash out. Like fine if if I need to be a punching bag for you, great. Jesus was a punching bag <laughs> yeah. for a lot of people. Um, I'll I'll be a punching bag. That's fine. You're hurt. You're frustrated. It's not about me. It's about mm-hmm. the world and your circumstances and. And so I'm really fighting to learn to have have compassion on people who have very different opinions than me. If if this season has shown me anything, it's like people believe very very different than <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. on all sorts of different spectrums. Even people who are great friends, even in this room, the four of us, we have very different beliefs on certain things. But we can still like be friends. And we can yeah. still cuz there for a while it was like you think different about masks, you think different about covid. Yeah. I don't know if we can like Reconcile. Yeah, those. and yeah. it's so dumb, and I think the enemy has like used this in so many subtle mm-hmm. ways to like um, divide. That you've seen the church feel divided. You've seen Christians divided. Like I've never really seen. Maybe social media is just highlighting that. Um, sure. But yeah, so I'm like, look, be mad. It's not about me. It's about something you're dealing with, and so I can sit with you and not take such offense to it. You know? yeah. yeah. And hopefully, people can feel that towards me because I've had my moments of right hurt and. Frustration and anger right. and all the things. You know? Yeah. As we're looking to wrap up, um, what is what is something I know the new year is is always that time to like reset, to like set out goals, um, you know, like I want to do this. I want to accomplish this. I want to change this. Um, what would be some advice you would give somebody going into the future to just have like intentional vision? For the yeah. net, for this upcoming year, like taking what we've learned, taking what we've been through from 2020. I don't know if you're a New Year's resolution person or not, or you're listening, or I don't even know if you guys are. Mm-hmm. But every year, I just think no one says they are, but deep down, you're like, I want this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even if you don't do resolutions, just it's a new year. It just feels like a fresh time yeah, yeah. to like mm-hmm. to get some vision in your life. How would you encourage people to do that? Let's say somebody's listening and they're like, I just want next year to be different. There's some things I want to change. I want to follow Jesus better. Maybe there's some things holding me back. I want to get rid of my life. What is like just a piece of advice you could give to somebody to be like, hey, do this. Yeah. Have this as your mindset. Have have this as your foundation mm-hmm. and you might have some success in that. I would say this is what I do personally. And it has been an anchor. I would say find an anchor verse for the year. So this year was John 17. And it's like Jesus is saying, like, don't look over here. Or don't look over there. Or let's say, listen to people saying, I'm doing, God's doing this over here. Like, but behold, I'm doing something in your midst. <laughs> and that has been God doing something in my, in my personhood this year. And it has been like anchored my soul this year. And I've done that, you know, probably since 2013, is look, just read scripture, be really intentional, do a fast in the new year in January. And then I believe it's called Rhema. I know it's so stupid. You've talked about Rhema before. Rhema by Rhema. <laughs> uh, but Rhema, all it means is a fresh word. And yeah. so to find that word that just jumps off the page, it's like, mm-hmm. this is 
water to my soul. Um, yeah, I, I it honestly does anchor you through seasons throughout the year better than, oh, I'm going to lose 10 pounds or that's all great. Or I'm going to make my, you know, because eating and being healthy and working out all plays. We're mind, body, soul, spirit, 100%. like, and it all works together. And so I think those resolutions are great, but I do think that um, there's nothing better that you can foster on a spiritual or on a New Year's resolution yeah. than your spiritual health. So that's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's great. I, I, I think my, my encouragement um, it would be keep showing up, don't back down, keep fighting. Like, the uh, there's something about when we just like keep showing up, like Rocky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he just kept getting not every one of his fights. Rocky would get the crap kicked <laughs> out of him, but he would just keep and all the people like he's getting back up. <laughs> and there's something about that. Like when you when you're showing the enemy, but you're also showing God. Like man, I had a really bad day, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna jump back. I'm gonna keep showing up. I'm not gonna back down. I'm gonna keep fighting. I really felt like I failed as a father this week. I'm not not backing, not backing. I'm gonna get back up. You know, I just, um, I'm actually preaching for for Red Rocks the first weekend, January third. Um, Something like, oh, great! I have to preach the first message of 2021 after the worst <laughs> year ever. Pressure. <laughs> um, but but I, I think I'm gonna be talking about like this. I'm still standing. Thought of like, how amazing is it that you went through all this stuff? All this hurt, all this pain, and you're still standing. Like, please have your uh, the prop be your machine, your heart. Oh machine. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please, <laughs> please. Yeah. But like, you're still standing, and I want to yeah. encourage you with that. Like, yes, you have done some dumb butt things this year. You have slept around with people that you knew you shouldn't have. You have um, jumped back to substance or alcohol. You have done certain things. You, whatever. You haven't been in your word. You haven't prayed once, but you are still standing. There is still purpose in your life. There's still breath in you. Um, and so I, I just want to encourage that. Like if God has brought you this far, there's still something left for you. So um, that's that's going to be my kind of little motto like next year of like just keep showing up. Mm-hmm. Don't back down. Keep fighting. Yeah. Because um, it sucks when you're fighting someone and they're like, they won't go away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That I think it's a proverb. It's like a righteous man falls six times yeah. but gets up yeah. seven. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I love that. That's, that's one of my favorite verses in the Bible because it's just anytime I talk to somebody about something I'm struggling through or anytime somebody comes to me with, hey, I'm walking through this, that verse is just always in my heart. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, hey, but you're here. Mm-hmm. You're confessing. Mm-hmm. You're addressing it. Yep. You're, you know, you're not going to bat a thousand. Yeah. Even if you bat Point zero 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 one. You know what I mean? Yeah. You still stepping up to play. Because isn't there something when someone comes to you is like, dude, I did this. I, mm-hmm. I'm horrible. But you're like, dude, but you're standing here. You came to church. Yeah. You you told me, like, come on, God can use that. That's powerful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I would say if you're if you're mapping out your your uh, New Year's resolution, and I think most of us that li- might listen to this podcast have some spiritual aspect to that would be if you're not intentional about growing close to God, you'll unintentionally grow further apart. I think mm-hmm. I, I think quarantine had showed me that mm-hmm. so much because just like, you know, I'm sure all of us in this room, it hits. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We're being told to not go shopping, to not go to restaurants. Like, what's going on? I don't know if I've prayed or fasted or read more, you know, yeah. but then the normalcy sets in. 
<clears throat> and you miss a day or you miss yeah. a week or whatever. Um, I've actually, not weirdly, but I, I've gotten back into spiritual disciplines, like really ancient spiritual disciplines that, you know, founding fathers of Christianity um, used to practice like silence and meditation. And for me, I mean, the modern version of that is just not having your phone on you. Yeah. Like I yeah. wake up, I try to wake up every morning around five thirty, six o'clock. I don't even look at my phone. I go downstairs without my phone to pray and read my Bible. And as, as dumb as that may sound, not having my phone has been one of the most holy things I've done. Yeah. Um, seriously. You're to convicting like, me. Well, no, because I'll like... I get on TikTok at <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah, because I'll read my Bible and then think of like basketball or something. And yeah. then yeah. 20 minutes go by and I'm on right. my phone. So all I would say is this, man, it's not unspiritual to be intentional about your time with God and to to grow, like to, to map out. <clears throat> I even do two minutes of just silence without my phone, I haven't even read my Bible, but I just think about like what God's brought me through, what he wants to do in my life. Um, and it's just been so healthy for me. And so mm-hmm. this year, if you want to read your Bible more, don't just think that you will. Like mm-hmm. get a plan in place. Mm-hmm. If you want to pray more, don't just think you will. Fight to have that time mm-hmm. to pray. And I promise you when you do that, you might not hear a, a revelation word from God every single time, but you're going to get better at it. And you're yeah. going to want it more. And you're going to hear God speak more clearly as you practice that. So be intentional with with your with your growth and your development with Jesus. And so mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> let's end on a, on a fun note. Speaking <laughs> of New Year's resolutions, give somebody one of yours. What's, what's a New Year's resolution? And listen, this is going out to the millions of people that subscribe to this podcast. Yeah. We just hit 8 million people last week. <laughs> eight people last week but uh, um all right so you're going to be held accountable to this what what is a new year's resolution that you have that you want to share with the people so that when we come back in 2021 we're we're meeting in ya somebody can come up to you and go you still doing this or i'm going back vegan baby are you really? Oh, yeah. For the year? Oh, wait, for the whole year? <laughs> oh, heck I was no. like, no way, no way. Wait, for how long? I don't know. I'll probably do like six to eight weeks. That's what? A, that's a great little resolution to kick off the year. Andrew, I oh have to tell this gosh. story. I'm sorry. Wah, I have to wah, rat you out. Wah. We all sorry, go. Guys. We all, We were all in L.A. <clears throat> and I planned this night and we go to this restaurant. We all sit down and it's yeah. like the beyond meat and it was on beyond chicken beyond burger beyond whatever and andrew's like what where did you bring us whitney and i'm like oh i'm sorry i think it's vegan and he's like we're leaving <laughs> we're we, leave? Le- we left oh. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck with that oh <laughs> uh, listen i tried it for a month and I, what i like about it is just causes you not to eat like Things that blowed you, like ice cream and cheese, and okay. you know what I'm saying. But you'll probably still eat meat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent after January. It's just like a nice little reset because it forces you. Like I'm hungry. Yeah. And I should probably like eat an apple or a carrot or something. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You do yeah. like the cleanses. And, and and the church. Um, we haven't really said this yet, but um, I think we're gonna jump into a, a fast. We're gonna ask the whole church. I love that. To fast with us, uh, starting the weekend of January 10th. To, and yes. January 31st. So 
if you're listening, that'd be really. We'll talk more about that. But that's yeah, awesome. That's so really good. fun thing to do. It like call our whole church to fasting. Is and it going to be a, a series on Esther? Uh, Please. On a no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. Whitney, what is a what's a resolution? My resolution is I am traveling abroad. Even if I have to go illegally, I'm going. I'm go. I'm leaving the United States. I'm going somewhere. <laughs> Okay, to Canada. <laughs> Good there's, there's plenty of countries that would have you. See the yeah, looks. You guys totally you can, judge you me. You can go. You can go somewhere. It's getting back. Yeah, have fun in Istanbul. <laughs> Actually, isn't that a pretty dope place? I uh, think so. Yeah. All right, we'll have fun there. <laughs> All right, I have to join the military to go overseas. Hey, Could you don't imagine? tap me. No. Uh, Whitney with the helmet on would be amazing. Oh my. <laughs> I already wear combat boots. Yeah. I fit right in. Oh, oh I'm sure. Lord. <laughs> Sorry, if you are military, we appreciate you. We are grateful for you. Oh, Sorry. Yes, we seriously we love you. Yeah. Just the thought yes, of Whitney. Thank you so much. In military. Okay. Maybe maybe my new resolution is jump out of a plane. That's a better one. With a parachute? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, sorry, Connor. Go ahead. I'm going to write more. I don't know if I'm going to publish anything, but... Like you said, I've got a couple books that I've had for two years that I'll work on, never write. I've got a couple articles I've written that I've never I got some chapters for you posted. if you want to throw them into. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm going to write more. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. But Bible app. What? Upload it to Bible app so you can let the YARs read it. Ooh, yeah, I want you. I, don't, I wouldn't even know the first way to start doing it. I'll be well, your manager. Yeah, that's why we have Okay. You're the smarts. Whitney is the get her done, and I'm the Clear. I'm the looks. <laughs> kidding. Oh my Obviously, gosh. if you know me, you know I'm kidding. Don't <laughs> don't agree with that, please. All right. Well, guys, <laughs> I think that wraps up. Yeah, that closes year. out 2020. I'd love to pray. All right. For us. Whitney, pray Closing for out us. 2020. And then we've got some information for you after Whitney pray. So if you've hung on for 53 minutes and 22 <laughs> seconds. Sorry. Uh, yeah, let's pray. All right. Let's um, pray for 2020 and the podcast. Yeah. God, as crazy as this year has been, we just come before you with thankfulness. Thank you for what you've shook up this year. God, thank you for the new foundation that you've laid, that we can, um, a road that we're about to walk for the next few years. Um, and God, I just pray a specific prayer for those people this year that's just been really tough. And one of my favorite verses in scripture, Psalm 126, and it says, those who sow in tears will reap with shouts of joy. And so God, I just pray that, yeah, 2020 has been a year full of tears. And um, so I just pray uh, future prayers ahead of time that we will reap with shouts of joy in 2021, that there are good things in store ahead of all of us because your word said so. And so we love you. Thank you for this year. Thank you for what you've done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen and amen. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I believe if all things go according to plan, which who knows, we might be tossing around the idea of doing some small YA gatherings at the beginning of the year. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm. Start building back up to, uh, you know, however much we allow, however much you know, with your safety as a priority um, to start gathering and doing a couple services. So check out the website. Be sure to uh, keep up with us on Instagram. And when we come back with our podcast in January, we'll have a lot more updates on that. But I just wanted to sprinkle that out there. Just a little salt bay. 
let you guys know that an in-person gathering isn't too far away from from potentially happening yeah but guys we love you so much thank you for being a part of our year this year for listening to us for putting up with us um whatever platform you listen be sure to subscribe if if there's any redeeming quality about this specific podcast share it with somebody (laughs) send it to them maybe it'll encourage them at the end of the year um and like i said for all things young adults follow us on instagram and you can go to roya.org to keep up with all the news that is ya we love you guys so much and we will see you in the new year have a good one guys peace out